So we're now going to discuss a little bit about the Svarim of Reb Hillel Parcher. Now in general, only a Rebbe says his own Hasidus. And Hasidim, we don't say our own Hasidus, we repeat Hasidus from the Rebbeim that the Rebbe taught us. There were, however, a few Hasidim who were encouraged by the Rebbeim to say their own Hasidus. And Rebbe was one of the most Hashiva members of this group. In fact, his Svarim, which are called Pela Harimoin and Chumash, were the first Svarim that were not made by a Rebbe to be published by Kahas. Kahas started off only printing the Rabbeim's Maimarim and things like that. Eventually they, they printed other things, but the first thing that I printed from a Chassid and not from a Rebbe was Rabbi Hillel's Maimarim. In many letters, in many letters, the Fidika Rebbe writes about the importance of only learning the Chassidus of the Rebbe and not of Chassidim. And he said the difference is that a Chassid can present his vision and understanding of elikus, of godliness, only the way it could be understood by a person. As high as this Chassid is, to, for humans to understand something is limited. But a Rebbe explains elikus, explains godliness, the way it is, not by a person's own limitations. And, and Friedrich Rebbe said, so Friedrich Rebbe said, I, I did look into, and I did learn the Hasidus of a few Hasidim, and he said, with Rebbe being at the front. Friedrich Rebbe also said that his father, the Rebbe Rashab, instructed him to learn the middle Rebbe, Shari Yichud, with the explanations of Rebbe the whole, uh, they just translated it in, in English. The pillow parcher had explanations on, on, um, on Shari Yechud. A whole thing about davening, how to daven like a chassid. Very interesting. I, I, only, I didn't look at the whole thing, but I, I, one, I plan on getting to it one day. <laughs> now, in fact, there's a few times that the Rebbe Rashab even quotes the pillow in his Maimorim. Now, his main safer is Pelach so volume one covers Chumash Bereshis, and the first time it was printed was in 1886. That's 22 years after his Yisalkos. The second volume is Shemais, and even though it was technically prepared, it was ready to go to print in 1886, it actually was not printed until 1955. Because there were financial difficulties, they couldn't raise the money to, to print it. Um, and then there's a volume on Shira. Shirim was printed. And I think now, Mamish, just in the past few years, they finished the rest of the set. Or maybe they have one volume less. I'm pretty sure Vayikram by Midbar already got printed and Tvarim is like almost out. <clears throat> um, or probably it's out already, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, unlike Rabbi Isaac Humbler, Rabbi Isaac Humbler also wrote his own Hasidus, which also Kohas just reprinted now called Chuno Ariel. Reb Hillel wrote the memorandum of the Tzemach Tzedek in the Mittler Rebbe. And basically the point was that the way he did it was that he wrote explanations of his own. And his additions 
a lot of times they have dots, like, like a sego, before and after, to show where the Tzemach Tzedek's mimer ends, or where what he said ends, and where what he says starts, where Hillel says starts. Um, in the introduction to Pelach Harimoyin, which was written by the Rebbe, our Rebbe, the Rebbe writes that Reb Hillel's Hasidus can be learned because he was careful to write it as the Rabbeim said it. Um, now we should, I just want to say that uh, the Maimorim from Reb Hillel that were written by his students, you see they don't have the same thing. They, they weren't as careful. So in those Maimorim, the ones that were written by his students, you can't tell which part is Reb Hillel and which, which part is the, uh, the Tzemach Tzedek or the Mittler Rebbe. Um, and also he has some Maimorim are his own Maimorim. So they're obviously not from any of the Rabbeim. Now, Reb Hillel would normally come to Lubavitch twice a year. He would come Shavuos. Sometimes he would already be there from Lag Boimer. And then he, after Shavuos he would go to Kherson and stay there until... Tishrei, and he would come back for Tishrei. Nevertheless, he wrote the Maimorim of both Rabbeim on every single parsha, even though he wasn't there for most of the year. Um, the way it would work is that he would get a transcript, he would get like a copy of the Maimor as it was said. And he would basically rewrite it in his own style with his own explanations. One of the first explanations he wrote was on the Mithla Rebbe's Kuntris Hishtatchus that was said on the occasion of the Alta Rebbe's first yard site. Um, then we also said he wrote an explanation on the Mithla Rebbe's Shari Yichud. It's put it together with the Sefer Shari Yichud, is, is Rebbe Hillel's explanations. Imre Noyam. It's another Sefer. It was the first Sefer of Reb Hillel's that was printed. Um, one of his Talmudim printed it 10 years after he passed away. Um, the, yes. 1876, yes, correct. Um, the, uh, why is Shabbos called Shabbos Chazoyin? If you ask a non-Lubavitcher, what are they going to say? Because that week's Haftarah is Chazoyin Yeshayo Ben Amoitz. Right? Chazoyin. Shabbos Chazoyin. The Haftarah is Chazoyin. You ask a Lubavitcher, kid especially, they're going to say, you see a vision of the Beis HaMikdash. Where's that from? The source is from Reb Hilloparacher. The Rebbe writes it in a, in a footnote that, uh, you know, it's a well-known uh, mimer of Hill Paratur, even though I don't think it was well-known at the time, to be honest, but the Rebbe, the Rebbe wrote it in that way. And um, that he writes that uh, the whole, the whole muscle of a father buying a suit for his kid and the kid runs in the street and destroys it, yeah. right? And then he gets him a second suit. And then when it comes to the third suit, 
He says, I want you to behave. Show me you can behave first. So once in a while, he opens up the closet that he could see the suit so he knows what he's working for. So the same thing is with the base of Mikdash. That's from Reb Hillel. Okay, we're going to stop there.